10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. From Spotify and Anchor FM, welcome to Project X, a ranking show unlike any other. Join us as we create and debate top 10 lists each week on a new subject from all forms of media and human interests. I'm your host, Clever Streich, along with... Dylan Summer. And... Gage Kilborn. Happy New Year! This week, we're going to be counting down our top 10 predictions for 2021. Join us as we look ahead into the next year and we say goodbye to the awful year that was 2020. Welcome to Project X, everybody. My name is Clever Streich. We are here on Spotify and Anchor FM for the ninth episode and the final episode of season number one of the Project X podcast and radio show. Welcome, everybody, to the final Project X of 2020, the year that never seemed to would end, but here it is. We're finally at the end of 2020. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I am doing great, Clever. I'm looking forward to a, a fresh new start and not to worry about the past. Honestly, this year has been one of the longest. There has been every single up that there's been. There's also been a down. Um, with 2020, it's been a roller coaster ride to the very, very finish, but we're here to count down what we think will happen next year. So this time it's going to be a little bit different than what we usually do on Project X. Uh, traditionally, we come up with a top 10 list of rankings, but this time we have curated a list of 10 different questions that will sort of be guiding our rankings for the top 10 predictions of what might happen next year. Um, some of these topics could range from entertainment to what we think news might be to uh, what even personally, uh, what we might be doing as New Year's resolutions or what we might change next year or see change next year in the world around us. So are you guys ready to count down what you think will happen next year? I am ready. Absolutely. Then let's get started with number 10. I'll be explaining the question that will be talked about for each of the 10 uh, entries into our list. And then we will go over what we think will be the answer to each one of these questions for next year. So the first question, which is number 10, what will be the biggest sports moment of 2021? Let's go to Gage for what his prediction is on the biggest sports moment of 2021. So I had a tough time picking this because there's so many to choose from and so many to think about. But if I had to choose one, I was going to originally say Utah college football season next year because they, and how they react to the passing of the running back in Ty Jordan this past few, a few days ago. But I would have to say having a packed stadium of, football, of fans, regardless of the sport, because you can't, you can't go to any sporting event without the fans. Um, that's the thing you need to – that's the thing that I have to say is the biggest – it's going to be the biggest moment. It'll be like um, the 9-11 when – I would be like baseball being back after the 9-11 attack of the Twin Towers. I agree with you there. I think that uh, crowds returning to sports in 2021 after this year where we had the majority of the year, no crowds in the stands uh, to watch moments like the World Series and the Stanley Cup Finals and the NBA Finals and what will eventually become the Super Bowl in 2021. Hopefully we get those fans back soon. Yeah, I would think that they would have fans back for next year. I mean, they've already started uh, this year, like, for example, with the Cowboys. I mean, they have a massive stadium, so they could have like 30,000 people in it. But now all these other teams are also going to have a chance to bring their fans back. Absolutely. And that's why my number 10 also happens to be return of live crowds to all sports, even those that are more scripted TV shows like pro wrestling or a combat sport like UFC, which is more like mixed martial arts fighting. Uh, any sort of arena shows are going to be huge to come back next year. And I think that sports will really benefit from those crowds coming back in. I can't agree anymore with that. Um, I'm not much of a wrestling fan per se, but I can agree. I can agree wholeheartedly that 
there was a complete difference between the echoes of the of the of the football players or the announce or any of the athletes in the in the empty stadium or arena without any fans there to absorb the noise and to make it loud you hear more of the you hear more of the players so you catch some of the audio that they're not supposed to say on live television but it's but still i agree wholeheartedly that that's one thing that i believe is is a strong statement to make next year the the empty arena has really been the story of 2021 for all sports uh no matter what sport you're talking about there has not been an audience in person since March when the pandemic began. So to have a crowd back and giving energy and life to an atmosphere of a game would be really, really beneficial for any sport or any sort of event uh, to have reunion of people would be nice. Dylan, what is your prediction for uh, the biggest sports moment of 2021? Well, I went a little uh, with a different approach than you guys. I went with the main event of the year for sporting and that's going to make its return with the Olympics. I think that's going to be big for everywhere because you're going to have all these countries competing against each other once again. It's going to bring a sense of normalcy, which I think definitely uh, has been missing for a while. I agree. I remember this past year hearing on the news that there will not be an Olympics this year. And I was devastated because I like watching the swimming events and of course, and I like watching the summer Olympics more than the winter Olympics because I understand more of the sports in the, in the summer. And that's one thing that, you know, I always look forward to and to hear that they're postponing it to another year and waiting an extra year. It really, uh, it really attacks a lot more of pain and pressure on you, but I think it's going to be a big moment. Also, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, as tennis and swimming fans for you guys per se, would you say that the Summer Olympics coming back in 2021 is really like something that you're looking forward to beyond the realm of football, basketball, baseball, and hockey? I would definitely say so, because normally these sports aren't televised in this type of fashion, this huge of a competition, but the Olympics brings it all together, and it's a, it's a competition amongst the world. And it's like if you're watching the World Cup for soccer, it just is a different feeling that you get from watching something like that. Yeah, I agree with going up with Dylan says. Um, swimming, you never, you're the only time I ever see a swimming event prior to the, um, well, only with you, without being the Olympics, is either some college meet that's on ESPN Plus or ESPN Five or whatever, but never really, it's never really authentic as it is with the Olympics and it makes any kid believe that they can do something like that. And that will conclude our topic of sports. We're going to move on to our predictions about video games. So for our number nines, we're going to be talking about what we think will be the best-selling video game of 2021. What will it be called? Gage, what do you think the best-selling video game of 2021 will be called? I think it's going to be a pair. I think it's going to be a sequel to the Spider-Man the Miles Morales that they made for the PS5 because it was such a, it seemed to be such a big hit with everybody I'm talking about. They were just buying the PS5 just for this video game. So any Marvel fans who, um, who I like this game, um, they're going to, they're going to draw in a lot of the crowd and Marvel and whatever, what video game company that made this game will be motivated to make another one. And I don't know how long it takes to make a game per se, but I believe they'll get it done in that time frame and they'll make a sequel and that'll be a big hit in 2021. Really bold prediction. Um, obviously Marvel, very, very popular franchise. So you think that a Miles Morales style Spider-Man game definitely would be a big hit in 2021 as well as 2020. Yeah. I think it'll, I think it'll roll over for a while. I would have to think that it wouldn't come out until like 2022 or 2023. First thing, uh, because like the new Spider-Man movie in the MCU, at least, isn't coming out until like November or December next year or something like that. So it's going to be a while till that comes out. And once the hype for that dies down, that's when they're going to release another Spider-Man game. So the Spider-Man games are created by a company called Insomniac. And the original Spider-Man game released in 2018. And this new Miles Morales game released in 2020. So it may not be a 2021 release, but definitely you could continue seeing Insomniac making more 
Spider-Man style games and more of these um, superhero games in the future. But yeah, big, bold prediction. If you think they've got something hidden up their sleeve, go for it, Gage. Thanks. I'm not much of a video game guy, but I'm pretty confident on that one. Dylan, let's go to you. What do you think will be the name of the 2021 best-selling video game? Well, I took a very creative approach on this as I combined the two biggest hits of this year, Among Us and Fall Guys, and I made Among Guys. (laughs) 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 So the the game is uh, the same. It has the Among Us-like background where you do tasks, but you do it on an obstacle course. And the imposter must kill everyone before they get past the finish line. Now, if this is something that you wouldn't want to play, this sounds like a blast. And I think if they made this, it would be an instant hit. Sounds like something we got to hit up on Discord if it exists. No, you know what we got to do? We got to make it before someone steals our idea. Patent this idea, Dylan. I don't want. I want. I don't want anybody to steal our money. Exactly. Hey, hey. Let's keep this among guys. Just so you know. Okay. That was terrible. Because we're all, all right. guys. That was that was awful. That was a gauge level joke. That was bad. All yeah, right. Gauge level joke. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. Awesome. I apologize. Gauge, you have slightly better jokes than whatever I just did. But I am going to make an even worse joke in just a moment when I reveal what I think the best selling video game of 2021 is. I think it is going to be Cyberpunk 2078. And this time it'll actually run on a base PS4. I believe that CD Projekt Red, despite the fact that Cyberpunk 2077 came out to a lot of fanfare and had a lot of performance issues on PS4s and previous generation consoles, I think they will try and rectify that by going through the development cycle and creating Cyberpunk 2078 just to say, here's the sequel. We're so sorry that our original game didn't actually work on the consoles it was advertised for. Okay. Um, I see someone's been playing a little too much cyberpunk lately. Um, <laughs> I, for one, don't play that. I'm not, I have no other words to just put it, put it into, but sound good. Kudos to you, clever. I mean, if they can, uh, they'll probably end up delaying it until December 31st of 2021. But what's the reason that they can't create a cyberpunk 2078 that or whatever Mario game comes out, whatever. Moving on forward, we're going to move on to number eight now, and we're going to talk a little bit about the past intermingling with the future. So in this question, we're going to look at what we think will make a comeback in pop culture from the past in 2021. So what retro thing will become brand spanking new for 2021? You know, that, that was a, this is another tough one because um, I was really torn and I... I haven't know. I'm going to say Saved by the Bell because I know they made. The, I know that Peacock released a new TV series of it, but as of right now, not many kids have seen it. So I think that it's going to since there's no more of the Office. The Office since the Office is moved to, is going to be moving to Peacock now. Well, as of January 1st, 2021, I think they're going to check out this Saved by the Bell show. And I, for one, I started watching it, and it's pretty good. Um, but it was a big hit back in the 90s and 80s, and I think it's going to come back since now that Peacock kind of has a rights to it now. And they, re- they already released a new TV series of Saved by the Bell, and they're going and kids will be interested since Peacock's a free account. Oh, I, they'll be like, oh, I wonder what, what this is, and they'll watch it, and they'll make them want to watch the original, and it'll lead to some of the old – old jokes that they made in that show it's interesting that you say that because a lot of these shows uh from the past end up finding their way to streaming services and then the new audiences adopt them and embrace them in this very very uh you know sort of unorthodox way of getting people to know about these older shows but it's really interesting that you brought up saved by the bell yeah saved by the bell is one of those shows that could make a comeback especially now it's moving to uh peacock but um, yeah, good pick. And we'll see if that prediction comes true. It sounds very similar to the Full House, Fuller House situation where they're trying to get a new audience to experience the show that might have not seen it in the past. It's very similar. Um, a lot of, because you know how Hollywood is, 
oh, we don't know what else to do, so let's do a remake of the original. Reboots are king. As, as we just saw in the Animaniacs reboot, who just talked about reboots the whole time, there's too many reboots. Dylan, what do you think is going to make a comeback in 2021 to pop culture? Well, once again, I looked back at this year, and something that was very big this year was TikTok, which was originally was Musical.ly. So I went ahead and I thought, okay, what if Vine made a comeback and competed against TikTok, and their new app would be called Vibe? instead of Vine. And you just have this clash between both of them. Just, just vibe like with it. <laughs> I'm going to sound like an idiot for a second, but what even is Vine? Vine, oh. is, an, Vine is an app where there were, I believe, a six-second videos. Uh, yeah. It was the precursor to TikTok in a lot of ways. TikTok's more about lip-syncing with music, but Vine was a short video app that existed from... I don't know, mid-2010s. Then it got shut down. It was owned by Twitter, I think. That makes sense. Okay, that helps out a lot. Because as a kid, I heard Vine a lot when it was 2014 or 2013. I always, I always thought it was like a, some social media. I knew it was some social media thing. But literally all I pictured was like a grapevine fall flying down and growing with, with your connections. Like LinkedIn or something. <laughs> LinkedIn is fine. That is, those are, those are the furthest possible social media functions. Vine and LinkedIn have nothing to do with each other. Um, well, they should. They'll make a lot of money. Absolutely. Um, my prediction, um, I think disco should make a comeback. Just disco in general, like 80s culture. Personally, I would love more 80s stuff to come back into um, the mainstream spotlight in the 2021s or the 2020s in general. Because, uh, like, so much of that decade was really cool. And I think that, like, disco music on something like TikTok could really, really spread. And if there was, like, new wave disco or some sort of, like, new era of disco, it would be really, really interesting to see. So my prediction is that disco makes a comeback in 2021. It can make it, like, disco rap. And then, like, so it, it caters to the older generation and the newer generation at the same time. Disco rap. No, I got it. So you know the the this old town row when that got big in the 2019, I think it was. Yeah, Little Nas X. Yeah, they're gonna do something like that, like a remix of Jesse's Girl, and then they're gonna do like a little rap and like a little punk on it, and then that'll be that'll be the biggest. All right, I'm not going to give it away. Now I know my top song <laughs> is going to be. <laughs> I would love to see Saturday Night Fever, but it's like TikTok stars trying to do it. And them just failing at it. Like, it would be hilarious to me. You got to get the Hype House to agree to it. Oh, totally, totally. The Hype House will back Disco. And Disco will make its glorious comeback into the public mainstream. All right, let's roll on in to number seven. So, for our seventh pick, we will be talking about everyone's favorite thing in the universe. Memes. I would say that this is a meme. Dylan, let's go to you on what you think the biggest meme of 2021 is going to be. Okay, this meme sort of just happened this year, but I think it's going to continue next year. And it involves boxing. And I feel so bad for Nate Robinson, but he became an instant meme after getting knocked out by Jake Paul. Uh, Just laying there on the ground. So now I'm going to give... his brother some payback for that and this is going to be floyd mayweather fighting logan paul and mayweather's going to knock out jake uh logan paul first round and that then then they compare the two and that becomes its own meme i would love for uh influencer boxing to meet like real boxing stars and just sort of it's happening yeah, it is happening. And they are starting to slowly but surely integrate. But influencer boxing is a weird phenomenon, man. I could definitely see some good memes coming out of that. So I, for one, have never really seen Jake Paul or Logan Paul. So I have no... So I'll be honest with you. The fighting stuff doesn't really hit me too well. So that part, I don't really see it. I've never seen the meme per se, Dylan, but I don't know. That's all I have on it. I think that it's interesting that people that start out on social media now are going to like settle their disputes in the boxing ring. 
and just like the memes and online reactions that come out of it it's just so fascinating to me like this is the way that our social media culture comes to a head now like in combat so yeah some I mean, good memes to be had there yeah i mean you're bringing the influencer into the boxing ring so they're showing their audience how they're performing against a professional and then the audience can make their opinion on whatever happens in the fight and then it goes viral the next day i think that the biggest meme of 2021 will be something related to spongebob because spongebob somehow some way always becomes the biggest meme of the year I, I i think that just his track record's too strong he is the tom brady of memes He's always there, constantly up at the top of the rankings. Is there meme rankings? I don't know. But I, I think that it will be something related to a reaction image or something that has to do with SpongeBob. Well, SpongeBob's very quotable. Like, you see all these episodes, and they say something specific, and then people can twist it no matter what. So for, like, any event that happens in 2021, they can just go watch any SpongeBob episode find something that he says or his facial reaction and it becomes an instant meme. Yep. I mean, I can understand. I understand where Dylan's coming from. SpongeBob is very relatable and I can understand where you're coming from too clever. Cause um, I, you can see, you see like SpongeBob memes almost every day when you're looking through Instagram or whatever it is on social media and even on YouTube. But I don't know about SpongeBob. I mean, SpongeBob has been, I don't know about comparing SpongeBob to, Tom, to the, the Tom Brady of memes because you know how I feel of Tom Brady, but we're not going to get, we're not going to open that XL today. Um, but, I meant yeah. his winning ways with how he's always like so prevalent. You know how many Super Bowls Tom Brady was in. It feels like SpongeBob's always at the forefront of some kind of meme. And like Dylan said, he can really be applied to any situation. Like SpongeBob portrays blank on YouTube. That's really popular nowadays. So, Gage, don't you remember SpongeBob was in the Super Bowl? He was in the Super Bowl. That's how big of a meme he is. He was? Yeah. Yes. What Super Bowl? At the halftime show. Which halftime show of what Super Bowl? Like last year, I think. Super no, Bowl it wasn't last year. It was well, a couple of years ago. Huh. Because here's the thing. I'm the one that doesn't pay attention to the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm just there for the game. And then when the halftime hits, I'm just eating some pizza with my friends. Well, uh, he was, yeah, it's he was def- I think it was like the Travis Scott year that he did it with Maroon 5 also. Yeah, it was oh, 2019. Super Bowl 53. Super Bowl 53. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, he appeared like in a clip. Oh, yeah, I remember. No, no, I don't. I, haven't, I didn't see it, but I remember talking to one of my friends about it because she saw it. And she said it was that that's the only thing she was there for. But she said that was awful watching that. I'm like, well, the whole, that Super Bowl that year in general was terrible. It was like a 10 to 3 score. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gage, what do you think will be the biggest meme of 2021? Do you consider yourself a meme lord? I do not, actually. But I'm going to give you my best, my best one. Ducks. Ducks? Yes. Ducks? You, ducks 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 these little things but um, why no, just hear me out hear me out okay usually and usually memes are created by animals doing some of the dumbest things like remember when the cat you playing the piano used to be a big hit and there there was a deer who went right through a plate a little child's playhouse this year, some duck is going to do something that's going to be very memorable. That's going to be recorded <laughs> for years to come. I I guarantee it. Um. So ducks. Uh. Yep. G- Gage predicts ducks as the biggest meme of 2021. I mean, Donald making... has something he'd like to say to you. I mean, uh, they're making a mighty ducks. Another one for Are Disney. They? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Money ducks. Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) Well, you might as well predict the Stanley Cup to be won by the Anaheim Ducks at that point. That could be the meme. The Anaheim Ducks winning the Stanley Cup. No, the meme is the Ducks are going to go onto the ice while the Anaheim Ducks are playing, creating an ultimate duck collab. (laughs) 
It'll be the it'll be the it'll be this flying V, the flying V on ice, and for real. I guarantee a duck's gonna be involved in the, in the meme this year. There will be a duck that'll be a big hit of the memes. Black. We're gonna step out for just a quick moment. We'll be right back on Spotify and Anchor.fm for more 2021 predictions. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more Project X. The new WQAQ 98.1 FM. Everything you want and more straight from the heart of Hamden. This is the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. 98.1 WQAQ. And welcome back to Project X on Spotify and Anchor FM. Today, we are going to be discussing our top 10 predictions for 2021. This is the final episode of 2020. My name is Clever Streich, along with Dylan Summer and Gage Kilborn, and you are listening to Project X. We're going to continue now with our number six topic for what we believe will be happening in 2021. Are you guys ready to talk a little bit about music? Uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. I know you guys are sports heads, but I would like you to predict what will 2021's biggest song be called and who will the artist be? So it's going to be, this is interesting because I see this song being in collaboration with Justin Bieber's song, Yummy. Now, I, I I see. So, I see Ariana Grande coming up with a song called "Tummy." And then, well, what happened in the song, Gage? <laughs> it'll be about stuff that she eats. Is she weird, Al? <laughs> so Ariana Grande comes up with a song called "Tummy." And it's so I don't know what yummy even is about, but I saw it. That's the first thing I saw on Google search. I went, oh, okay, I'll, I'll talk about that in, in today's story. So I see Justin Bieber and then Ariana Grande coming together and making a yummy tummy extravaganza. That'll be the first concert of the live, the live studio audience since March will be the yummy tummy extravaganza. Gage, you know, you know what you're yummy missing? Yummy tummy extravaganza. Gage missing is Gage is missing the Wiggles. So all the Wiggles get, should be there. That would yeah. be the perfect triple header. They should the Wiggles open, will be, there. be the opening act. Yes. The Wiggles on the Yummy Tummy Rum Tum tour. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be singing apples and bananas. <laughs> okay. Um, before you fill your tummy up, I am going to move on to what I think the biggest song of 2021 will be. Um, I think the artist will be Gage, and I think that the song will be a rap called Jets Out of Fuel, and it'll be a diss track on the 2020 Jets roster for losing all of their games. They didn't lose all of them. They lost no, they... almost all of them. That's what I, yeah. They've actually won two in a row. It, that haven't... makes me so mad. I can't stand it. <laughs> can't even tank right. No, they can't. They had to beat the Browns and the Rams. Two teams are supposed to lose to. How did they? Uh... They, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. They lost a the number one draft pick now. It's official. The They're Jets not going to draft so... Travis Etienne at number one anyway. I know, but still, we're going to get him anyway. I guarantee it. We're still going to Travis Etienne because we have the second pick in the first. We have two picks in the first round. Etienne is not going round one. So yeah, my he prediction will. is that Gage will absolutely spit bars about the Jets team this year, uh, simply because of their absolute <laughs> and sheer collapse for the first 14 or so weeks of the season, and then they win two at the end. That part frustrated me. We had the number one pick around, around our finger, but no, we had to lose. We had to beat the Rams and then beat the Browns to lose it. Leave it to the Jets to jet up their own chances of making getting number one draft pick. Well, it might just be out of fuel. Dylan. I'm working on, I'll work on a rap for you, Clever. I'll work on one. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. I'm so excited to hear you spit fire. Dylan, please say your pick for what you think the breakout song of 2021 is going to be and who is the artist. I went with a very basic answer for this one. And I just went with the guy who has a hit every year, Drake. 
I said the most basic <laughs> title for any song, and I just made it Free by Drake. And it's pretty much going to talk about how he's free from what happened last year with all the demons that the world has been going through uh, with the pandemic and everything and the state of the world and how he's like 21, 21 is a brighter year. So I'm free from the anxieties and all that. That actually sounds like a really realistic pick. Like I'm not even lying. That actually sounds like something that could happen and something uh, that I might want to see actually. But yeah. I, I would, I, I would have done a Drake song of in Maple. Because he's from Canada. <laughs> you know what I just realized, guys? Drake. Isn't a Drake related to what I think it's related to? Drakes! Is no, 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 the, no, 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 no. The duck! Oh, no, yes, you figured it out. <laughs> the Drake's related to the duck. So he's It's already seeping song. in. It's already becoming one with the duck. We we're are, making a meme out of it already. We're already into the flying V. <laughs> I told you'll catch on. Yep. It absolutely is setting the world on fire. I am we're a flying futurist. south for the winter. I am a futurist, Clubber. You better watch out. Absolutely. Gage, I forgot to mention, uh, there's going to be ducks in the music video. Oh, that, that, that's where the ducks will be the big hit. Because they're like, free like, to fly. <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 the music video will be set in Oregon so that the Oregon Ducks can be there. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to number five. So this one is one of the ones that I was looking most forward to when we put together the list. This is what we think the subject will be of Netflix's new big hit in 2021. Um, what do you guys think will be the next big thing for Netflix in this upcoming streaming year. Knowing Netflix's track record recently, I know that they really like to um, attract the teens to watching something. And um, I was going to say season five of Big Mouth is going to come out in 2021, but <laughs> I'm not sure how good it will be because the season four was, was average. I didn't really care for it that much. Um, but I would have to say it has to be like something like what's that one show called? I'm thinking of it was like Brookdale or something like that. Brookdale, something with an R. Rookdale, Riverdale, Riverdale. Riverdale. There it is. <laughs> what with the Archie comics? What? Like, so you think that a Riverdale style show will be like the subject matter of the next big Netflix hit? It's going to be something like that. Either it's, I believe it'd be something along those lines because usually Netflix attracts our age of kids. And because they, these are, you're the big binge watchers of Netflix of all time because we lived during the Netflix generation. So they're going to attract the, the youth and the teen audience. So I'm, I'm assuming something to do with Riverdale. There's going to be something similar to River, Riverdale and New Girl. I'll reveal my next one. Um, so. Obviously, this year's big hits were The Tiger King, which we all know was about uh, Joe Exotic and his wonderful zoo. Um, not really that wonderful, but the other big hit of this year was very, very unexpected. It was The Queen's Gambit. So I think that Netflix will take these ideas that they saw work in 2020 and they will smush them together, unlike anything that you have ever seen before. I believe that 2021's big Netflix hit will be the Tiger King's Gambit. And it will be about an animated tiger who is the king of the jungle and also loves to play chess. All of the other animals in a chess tournament. And by the time that he runs into yet another great tiger who is also able to play the king, like the king's gambit, the chess move, he will realize that he has been had and that he is no longer able to be the Tiger King's gambit or something. I think it's missing something. Gage, do you want to... Is it it's missing ducks? ducks. It's, it's missing a... ducks. But no, I actually, you know, I think you're onto something, but instead, like, this is the better name that I came up with. The Queen's King. The Queen's King? It sounds awesome, doesn't it? 
This but is a drop the of tigers? Where's the exotic Joe? Uh, the exotic Joe. Where are the where's the ducks? Where's Carol Baskin? The Queen's ducks. That's what we'll call the Queen's the, ducks. The Queen's the crown of the ducks. I don't. <gasps> yes, they should be a yes. crown of full of rubber duggies. Oh my god, that would be perfect. You know what they should do? Queen Elizabeth, but it's a bathtub, and like all of the ducks are getting a line so that they can say hello to Queen the Queen Duck. I don't know. Where am I going with this? Quack, quack, quack. What's going on with this episode? It is off the rails. Dylan, what is your pick for what is going to be Netflix's biggest hit in 2021? Well, very similar, similarly to you with Tiger King, I try to think of what's something that people want to learn more about, something that can entertain them. So I went with a topic that relates sort of to today with technology. And I just made the subject about hacking. And it's going to be a show that demonstrates the art of hacking and how these hackers are getting away with it. I feel like so, it would be very informational and people are going to be really intrigued of what they learn. So Dylan, I'm going to ask you something. Do you think Netflix is going to make a show about teach, teaching kids about hacking? No, it like wouldn't be showing for, them how to hack. It wouldn't be for kids. It'd be for teens and adults. So you so it's a show for teens and adults showing them how to hack basically. It's not showing them how to hack. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's... what I got at first. <laughs> what? I think that it would be interesting if there was a show that taught coding, and like how to like do engineering and like three D printing and other sort of like technology based sciences like that. We're going to step out for just a moment on Project X once again here. You're listening to Spotify and Anchor FM. We will be right back with even more Project X right after this break. Hey, it's Emma Spagnolo, General Manager of WQAQ. Are you looking for a fun and creative way to get the word out about your business while trying to appeal to a young group of college students? Well, look no further. WQAQ is Quinnipiac University's student-run radio station. Here at WQAQ, we allow businesses of all kinds to advertise their products and services to our dedicated listeners. All we ask is that you provide our production team with copy points for your desired ad, and we'll come up with a professional and fun radio spot that will play at least 20 times per day. That's 140 times per week. And 1800 times per month wqaq the soundtrack of quinnipiac and welcome back to project x here on spotify and anchor fm this week we are counting down the top 10 predictions that we have for the 2021 calendar year we're at the end of 2020 thank god and now it's finally time to get on to number four and this time we're going to be talking about the thing that's been on a lot of minds this year we're going to be talking about what we think the status of covid will be in 2021. Dylan, let's go to you first. What do you think COVID will be like next year? Well, I just went with a very simple answer and I just said slightly better than 2020. And at least there's a vaccine now and there's a way to prevent it, which this year everyone was clueless. They were going insane because there was nothing to do about it. But I think next year it'll be more controlled. They have a better idea. So It'll go in a better direction overall. I agree to some extent. Um, I do agree with that. It's going to be a lot better because we all are prepared and they enough companies made enough masks for everybody now compared to just walking into a store without a mask and like fighting in Walmart for the last roll of toilet paper. It's really changed from that time frame. But there are some parts that I don't fully agree with. Like I think it's going to be I think, it's, I think it's different. I want, I don't, I'm not going to give it away yet because I want to have Clever's opinion before I say mine. Sure. I'll give my uh, pick now. Uh, I think that I predict COVID will allow us to adjust to a new normal, but it will never really uh, go away. It's sort of going to be one of those diseases that will be vaccinated upon once we get the vaccine out to enough people. But I, I feel that the coronavirus is going to be like Dylan said, like around, but less sort of uh, taking over every single aspect of our lives and shutting down a lot of businesses. I hope that we will reach a point where we can start to resume what is a new normal now, but I think that COVID is going to force us to adjust to the brand new normal next year. Yeah, I th- I'm more, I'm, I'm somewhat with you, Clever. Like um, for me, it's, here's what I view of it as. I view it as the 
for there'll be no more that by the end by June of next year, that's what the projections are. If everybody does what they're if everybody gets vaccinated, they need to, that uh we will be back to normalcy and everything will start going back to how it was before a little bit. And at that point, our high my high school is actually supposed to have their graduation set up. So it's starting to look pretty good. They'll have our class of 2020 graduation ceremony. And so I, for one, believe that by, well, we were talking about this next year, that it will be, that it will be, um, it will be there, like you guys said, but the vex- there'll be none of the vaccine dosages out that it won't be as a, much of a problem as it used to be. And it'll turn into like the flu where the, we're pretty, where the flu, you know, when the flu came out, um, it was a big spread, but then afterwards, um, then afterwards it kind of slowed back down, but I do agree that some of the sanitization will still be there though. Some of the sanitation rules. That's, that's interesting that, um, did you say that the class of 2020 still hasn't had their graduation ceremony? We had a virtual one, but our school superintendent set up these scheduled dates in case, um, as like advance in case of anything going on. So we had this past year, we had one in June, July, and August that were scheduled, but they all had, they all were pushed back. So we had one scheduled in June of 2021. And they said that that's a last opportunity for our class to have a full realistic graduation ceremony. And by how things are looking now with the vaccine, come that came out then that's starting to look really possible if everybody if everybody that needs to get vaccinated does i think it'll resume to like a more i don't know normal state of mind for the whole pandemic once like once people realize that it's not as bad as it looks and they actually get back to where they're going and like what they had before all this craziness. I think it's going to be an interesting transition back into, like I just mentioned, the new normal. Um, it's definitely different because here we are, we're at home um, for a holiday break, obviously right now, but we're about to move back in. We're still doing the same plan that we did last semester. So it's going to be interesting to experience not only like um, college uh, the way it's supposed to be meant someday, but how it's going to be under like the new normal of the pandemic. Maybe as soon as fall of 2021, we might be seeing a little bit more of a normal college experience. I believe that by 2021 of the fall, it'll be, it'll be back to normal. Um, <clears throat> now, I, I see it as a more of a normal that we're used to than as a new normal, but I still see there will be hand sanitizer dispensers around campus just to be on the safe side, but that's going to be, be there for a couple more years until it really gets down. When do you guys predict that we'll be wearing masks until? Like, when do you think the masks will finally be taken off? June or July. I would say August. That's interesting because I thought it would be until like the end of 2021. Like we would continue wearing the masks at least, but you could be like no social distance by December. And then by 2022, there weren't masks anymore. That's my prediction at least, but. Well, the clever, the point of the masks was to prevent you from actually from if you're too close together. Like my, here's a good example of this. My dad went to get his haircut about a few days before Christmas and he, we, he did not know it at the time, but his barber turned out to have COVID. So he then um, was like separated from us. Like he was quarantining himself within our house to that way in case he had it. Then he got tested and it came back negative. And we all, we all can, are can, believing that it was because he wore, he wore a mask and his hair and his hair per, and his hairdresser wore a mask. So the masks are made to help are made to help even when in close distances. So I'd say that by the time the vaccine is all done, uh, done with, um, social distancing will social distancing will still be there, but the mask will be off for a bit. Yeah, I could, I I agree with that. Now that you do explain that, that sort of makes a little bit more sense. Then mo- most likely, uh, we'll see like masks off, social distancing. That does make sense. Um, but uh, personally masks might even stick around for a while just like as a, a thing of like comfort or 
even fashion, like if masks start to become normalized to society, do you think that we'll see that in 2021? Um, I can see both sides. I can see, like, I can see it going to half through half of the year of 2021, but I'm saying by, as the year, as the later of the year goes on by like, um, the fall, like either October and even into December, you'll see less and less people wearing masks because they'll be more comfortable around each other than they were earlier on to the point where you won't be seeing as many by next year of like literally a year from now when we're talking about this. Yeah, going off of what Gage is saying, once people get the vaccine, they're in the belief, oh yeah, I'm more immune to it than before and they'll go away from the mass once they get it and they'll just continue on with life. There is light at the end of the tunnel, but for now, just keep wearing your masks, social distancing, staying safe, taking all the precautions, and we're going to get through this winter, which is going to be really difficult and probably is going to be some of the worst part of the pandemic. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, thank you to all the frontline workers, as always. I mean, they've been doing an amazing job throughout all this, and hopefully pandemic's over sooner rather than later. That being said, let's move into number three. The next question that we're going to be answering. What is a likely 2021 news headline? If you look at some sort of publication, what would be up at the top in bold, in letters? What is the story that would be a likely 2021 news headline? I'm pretty confident in confident my answer for this one. Um, just in all caps and with three exclamation points, not four because you don't want to overdo it. And not too, because you don't want to underdo it, but freedom. Because I'm pretty confident that at some point next year, they will make a statement saying just the word freedom to, um, to, let the, to, calm, the, to calm everybody in the, in the world that we are near, that this is a bit, this, that the COVID pandemic is over. And I'm, pretty, I'm really confident on that, that, that. And people will be more free and more open to acting as normal human beings should. So, yeah, that's definitely an interesting headline. Um, I mean, like, it could be really, really uh, historic once this pandemic ends and we finally see the first couple of headlines out of the media and we see what they're saying about, you know, the next era of human history. But this is, you know, a rough time. And, yeah, good pick. Might, might come true. I hope it does. My pick for a likely headline in 2021. President of the U.S. correctly pronounces Quinnipiac, comma, world rejoices. Back in one of his speeches, uh, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, pronounced Quinnipiac as Quinnipiac. So hopefully Joe Biden will be able to say Quinnipiac, therefore ridding the world of the Quinnipiac curse. What do you guys think? Uh, I never knew there was a curse for Qu- Quinnipiac at one point. Um, well, I, I mean, a lot of people that just pronounce their name, but... I just knew that was a big meme on Barstool that one day when that came out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, no, um, I don't know, because I don't see... Here's the thing with public leaders such as presidents. They, don't get me wrong by saying this, but they don't have time to deal with universities too much. So they won't, so they won't be, they won't be, so Joe Biden won't be cleaning up Trump's mess just because Trump's mispronunciation pro- mess. Because, he, because when I was a kid, I pronounced it Konopiak because <laughs> I didn't Konopiak. know any better. I didn't know any better. So, and I never heard, and I always thought it was like some Native American school, which it turned out to be, but I never, but I always knew it was a good hockey school for when my dad used to root for RIT when I was younger. Um, I think Joe Biden will be able to do this. I don't know if it would be a news headline. though. I feel like uh, maybe for the Quimpiac students, it would be a, a big thing, just like as when Donald Trump pronounced it wrong. But if throughout the U.S., I don't know. Yeah, that, that was that was a joke, by the way, obviously, yeah. you know, just making light of the uh, President Trump Quinnipiac meme that was going around the community. But um, moving on, uh, Dylan, what do you think a likely news headline next year might read? 
All right, this one's gonna sound really crazy, but Apple car causes traffic with airplanes. <laughs> Wait, like Apple the fruit car? No, no Apple. Apple the company. Yeah, <laughs> no, oh. no, a literal car made out of an apple, like a Richard Scary book. That's what no. I thought at first. I just imagined a little apple rolling around the car, around a little small car. So I've been reading stuff, and it says that it's very likely that next year Apple's gonna release their car, and it is flying. So there's a very big possibility that airplanes could get into traffic with these Apple cars. I didn't hear anything about this Apple car. I have to look this up. So Apple is releasing, what did you say, a flying car? Yeah. Apple I got to buy one of those. Flying. What the heck? That'll make going from place to place a whole lot easier. I mean... It anything's possible and if there's a company to create the flying car it's most likely apple but yeah or microsoft we'll have to see what happens but uh i i wouldn't put my money too much on the jetsons coming true in 2021 just saying it it could it could ducks are going to be real but so it definitely will be the jetsons oh yeah ducks are going to be the biggest meme of 2021 guys you heard it here first on project x it's definitely going to be flying cars ducks uh give me a break if it does honey listen there here owes me a hundred dollars give me a break give me a break break me off a piece of that kit cap bar i had to do one just before the year ended thanks gage you're welcome number two this one's a little bit university specific but we're going to be answering the question what is the craziest thing that will happen at quinnipiac in 2021 I, I I was going to say one, but I can't because I did I just can't. I'll tell you during break. But um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> we're we're nearing the end of the show. There are no more commercial breaks. You got to say it. Oh, I can't say this one though. Um, I would say the crazy thing that will happen is someone will go swimming in the pond. That's happened uh, before. We saw that on Barstool. No, not that little creek pond by the tennis courts. I'm talking about the big pond with the fountain by the communi- by the communication school. Oh, you think someone's yeah. going to go swimming in that? I'm tempted to. <laughs> oh, it's you. <laughs> Are you suggesting that you want to go swimming inside that pond with the fountain there? That's the only swimming pool they have on campus. No, they don't. They have one inside the athletic center. No, they don't. No, they don't. Really? They don't have any swimming pool. That is the only swimming pool they have, is that fountain with the pond out there. That's not a swimming pool. I it brought a bathing suit pool. to college for no reason. I thought there was a swimming pool there. What do I know? No, they're not. The only swimming pool they have is frozen. <laughs> and it's called Look. the Frank Parati Junior Center. <laughs> all, all, all the, all the, all the uh, colleges that I toured are starting to blend together, and I'm sure one of the other colleges that I toured had a swimming pool, but I could have sworn that Quinnipiac did. Where, where does Quinnipiac swim and dive team meet, then? You don't have one. They don't? No. no. This is something that I have to look up. Quinnipiac swim and dive. Huh. They don't even have a club. I guess they don't. Yeah, they don't. I was, all I know is I is that I really I really need to swim somewhere. So it's gonna. So I made a, <laughs> I, earlier this earlier in the fall. I told someone. I told someone. He's like, you know, if you want to do this, I'll do it with you. Like he wanted to, like he wanted to do the. He wanted to go swimming in the pool in that pond too. So he and I are like, I think about ready to do that together. Okay, but when public safety um, knocks on your door and it's just like. We heard the podcast. Well, don't, don't make sure they don't don't show it to them. That clever. That's you could do that. It's, it's up on Spotify. I don't know. Moving on. What, what is happening? This is. Uh, Gage, I think I know why Gage wants to go swimming. He wants to go meet the ducks there. In- <laughs> yeah, I want to see the ducks there. <laughs> yes, he wants to see the ducks in the pond. Then it will be a meme. I'll be fighting Perfect. the ducks. Maybe you'll um, be part of that meme, Gage. I'll probably so, be part of a meme. What I think the craziest thing that will happen in 2021, um, I think you guys forgot about this, uh, but there's a little tiny holiday coming up. It's called April Fool's Day in a couple months. And I'm pretty sure 
that whatever the people in our hallway and ledges is planning is going to be the craziest thing that's going to happen all year. My guess, what my prediction on what they will do on April Fool's Day is that they're going to, instead of just covering Danielle's door in post-its, they will cover the entire hallway in post-its. So every single part of ledges is just going to be post-its. We, so here's the thing. I, I'm okay. I that's a decent one. I agree with that. The April Fool's Day is gonna be fun in our in our dorm. I guarantee it. But I want to. I'm gonna be a part of it. I'm gonna find a way to be a part of it. So that because I I know they're doing something. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to have my name written in there somewhere, just so they know I was a part of it. What are they creating a playbill for their April Fool's? Day? Where where are you gonna write your name down? Dead center. You didn't get the Google Doc yet. What Google Doc? Except- I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to see who's wearing the tube top. Oh, Luca. Shout out to Luca who has to wear the tube top. No, you know, it's not a, no, it's not official. Oh, wait, that's right, because the fancy league continues. So shout yeah. out to maybe Luca or Gage who I lost this week, so I'm in I'm in um, I'm gonna be the number nine spot. Hold up. We'll have this- to check after the show ends. Anyways, let's go on to Dylan for what he thinks will be the craziest thing that happens at Quinnipiac in twenty twenty one. Very similar to Gage's sensation with ducks. I think that after hibernation happens at Sleeping Giant, uh, a grizzly bear is going to find its way into Quimpiac's campus, and they're going to bring their family with them. And <laughs> they're just going to be chilling on the campus, and all these students are just going to be taking pictures for their Common 140 storytelling class. <laughs> I would love for, like, the 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 bear kids to be like old enough so that they enroll at the university. So it's just like, I walk into English 102 next semester and then there's just a bear sitting six feet apart from me. And I'm just like, sup, Mike, how you doing? Good to see you. How are the paws treating you? That's why would stuff. the bears be named be Mike. I like a bear to be Bill. <laughs> Bill, build a bear. Build a bear. <laughs> build a bear. <laughs> nice one, Gage. Nice one. Maybe All the right. maybe the bears will go to the bobcat statue and start growling. growling. <laughs> like there'll be a fight. Uh, what I don't know. The possibilities are endless for what bears can do. Exactly. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll go raid Mondo. Maybe they'll go raid Mondo subs. Sure. Go raid the barbecue. I'm okay with doing. I'm doing to do that. Yeah. You're All gonna right. make, eat our horses. We have. All right, everybody. This has been a wild and weird episode, unlike I think any other that we've recorded this season. But hey, I've enjoyed it. I hope you guys did. It is time for our number one predictions of 2021. Here we go. In this question, which is our number one picks for the top 10 things that we predict will happen in 2021, we will be discussing what our New Year's resolution is and how do we predict it will turn out. Gates, let's go to you first. All right, this one is, this one, um, Dylan will, be, will find kind of funny for me to say this, but because he's seen my room before and, he, and there's a big difference between my dorm room and your dorm room. Mine is more go with the flow or yours is really tidy and neat. So I'm going to try to be more organized this year, which I don't necessarily need, which for me, I don't necessarily need to because I, it's an, it's an organized mess. Like it looks like a mess, but I know where everything is well, that's and that's all that matters. It, but... What? Never mind. <laughs> so that's what I thought. So, um, I want to try to be more organized in my schoolwork, but other than that, Nothing else too much. So um, that's that's a very, very admirable thing just to kind of get yourself a little bit more organized. <clears throat> to go back to true colors from COM 101 this oh, semester. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that to you. But um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's important to be organized. And especially in your room, which we've been there a lot, I think that it's important for you to get that room cleaned up this semester and uh, looking nice and spiffy. 
It was clean up enough. That's all it needed to be. You also have to get Ben to do his side too, though. I don't need him. No. So here's the, we have, we made a good under contract. You were like, okay, what do you guys, do you guys care of anything? You're like, and I was like, I we just, we, we made an agreement. And you said, as long as the side that's a mess is on our own side, we don't care what they do to it. So that's how we, that's how we view it. Dylan, what's your number one new year's resolution and how do you think it'll turn out? Well, my number one New Year's resolution is to get my schedule back in line. So I stopped going to bed at like 3 a.m. in the morning and I get Clever coming with me with a camera in his face. Saying, oh my goodness, oh, yeah. season two of 2 a.m. Chronicles. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. If you didn't know, we record a sideshow. Project X uh, proudly presents the 2 a.m. Chronicles where I just interview Dylan at two in the morning on weekends. When I'm super tired and I really should be sleeping, but I just procrastinate going to bed for whatever reason. So yours is more related to like scheduling then? Yes. So how do I fix this? Well, I just need to fix my sleep schedule and manage my time. So I don't get to that point where Clover's filming me while I'm in my bed. That does not sound good. Yeah, that. I'm sorry. I will stop doing that. It's a joke, and I apologize for doing that this semester. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It's just that it was really weird. <laughs> you would get so hyped about this. You even wrote it on your, like, to-do list. I wrote it on the wall just to remind myself we're doing a new episode of the 2AM Chronicles, and all of them were the same. I, I promise to you that the 2AM Chronicles has not been renewed for season two. The, the, the season has, it was a one season show. It was a mini series, if you could say. Maybe someday the 2AM Chronicles will see the day of light, but the day of light, I don't know. What was that? But yeah, no, I, I'm sorry for recording you. I, I will uh, definitely be sure to fix our collective sleep schedules. Cause trust me, the more sleep we get, the better. Okay. My number one pick. I think that my New Year's resolution is I'd like to get to the gym more. And I'd also like to create more content. And I think that this is sort of like a twofold thing because the more content I create, the better I feel. Um, and I'm sorry to bring this up as an example, Dylan, but the reason I did Krim Krim, bleh, excuse me. The reason I did 2AM Chronicles is because. I just have constantly ideas for funny skits and shows just like today, you know, where we did a dumb show about ducks and predictions and uh, uh, Tiger King chess jokes and other stuff like that. So this one was a little bit different, but I, I love creating all sorts of content, especially for student media on campus. And hopefully we'll get back on radio soon and hopefully I can get into the gym. So I predict that I will hopefully be able to get more exercise get better sleep, manage my time, and uh, just feel happier and healthier in 2021. Whew, thank God. 2020 is over, guys. Um, Not yet. Good, almost. We're almost there. Um, but yeah, thank God we're almost at the end of 2020. Uh, thank you so much for listening to yet another show. Um, this is the last episode of season one. We made it. Give yourself a hand. Yay. Need an audience applause and like the edit. Oh, yeah. Uh, audience, thank track. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, we've talked about so much this season on Project X, whether it was on Spotify or on WQAQ, which will be back on very, very shortly in the next couple months with all things going well with the return to campus. Hopefully the radio station opens back up and we'll be doing live versions of these shows once again. But um, yeah, I think it's time for one of our favorite traditions here at Project X. It is time for the last of season one's list off. And at this point in the show, we are going to name all of our different predictions for 2021 and make them as incoherent as possible. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I believe so. We're going to get started in five, four, three, Two, one, go.
Have return of Blind Bats returning, Doctor Returns, and on that note, it's time for us to sign off. Thank you so much for listening to some of our predictions for 2021 on Project X on Spotify and Anchor.fm. Be sure to follow Project X on Instagram at Project X underscore WQAQ. That's at Project X underscore WQAQ. Follow us at our Twitter account at Project X underscore WQAQ. That's at Project X underscore WQAQ. For Dylan Summer and Gage Kilborn, my name is Clever Streich. Thank you so much for listening to Project X and Happy New Year.